Welcome to Mind Over Mom. I'm Alyssa. And I'm Nikki. Our goal here is for this to be a safe space for moms to come and feel less alone in their daily struggles of motherhood. Together, we can free our minds, find our inner warriors, and embrace this new and beautiful village. We're so happy you're here. Hello, our anxious mom friends. Welcome to another episode of Mind Over Mom. Happy 2024. I know that we are a little bit into the new year at this point, but it is our first time recording the two of us in 2024, which kind of seems like a big deal, like a bit of a step that we've made, right? Like we've been doing this for a solid six months. Yeah, I feel like we were started out recording with each other for a while, and now we've been having guests on, which has been such a treat, but it is nice to be back where we started with just us and recording a new episode for this new year. Absolutely. Happy 2024. Happy 2024. Positive vibes only. Yeah. Um, so our last episode with Jill, if you haven't listened to it, we highly recommend it because it was our most played episode. It was the episode that has gotten the most feedback so far, but it honestly was a little heavy and we wanted to make this episode just a little more light, um, a little more optimistic, happy. We don't want to make you cry today like we did last time. So we're going to start with talking about our goals for the new year, not just in motherhood, but like us as people too. So go ahead, Nick, you want to start? So this year in 2024, I would like to focus on some things like getting organized in my life, not just with my kids, but within my home, within myself, like motherhood takes you on a whirlwind. And I feel like organization gets put on the back burner. And I used to be so, I used to be so organized. I used to have my shit together. And now I'm like, especially after Christmas and now the holidays are winding down and I'm packing up and I'm like, wow, I really need to get back to that lifestyle of being organized. Mm -hmm. So that is definitely one of my top priorities this year. And I know everybody says that come January, but I'm really going to try. Yeah. Well, it's really hard to stay organized. Like especially after Christmas, because you just got like a whole plethora of new crap in your house, right? So you kind of have to figure out where to store everything now, which then requires you going through all of the old stuff. And I don't know, that's just such a pain. It's like one of my least favorite things to do is like throwing stuff out because I recently cleaned, like I cleaned out toys and I said, kids, we're going to donate toys. I think we talked about this a little bit. Yes want my kids to understand like if you don't play with it you don't need it we, we don't just need toys scattered around the house that you don't play with when there are kids that don't have that luxury so I'm only laughing because are you saying the same thing right now because I am I'm like why oh why do we have all these toys yes, I need to start donating to uh yeah but <clears throat> so it's funny my kids all agreed to the toys that we were going to give away and then this past week, Jay went in the closet and he found like these pieces that go to this, I don't know, like big robot guy. 
I threw him out. The robot guy's gone, right? He's gone. He never, pl- he played with him the day that he came home, like the day we got the robot. And then that was it. So Kids are so funny. We got rid of it. And of course he saw those pieces and he's like, mom, where is this? And I'm like, no, no, no. We got rid of that. He's like, well, can you buy me a new one? I'm like, absolutely not. He <laughs> already got rid of that. Why would I put that back in my house? Um, so yeah, I know I don't like it either. And especially because I just had the addition done to my house, that clutter in the front. Oh my goodness. I can't live in clutter. It just- it's a lot. And after the holidays, I kind of wrote it out this year. I really didn't press like getting everything back to back in order right away. Uh, you know, we've had some little germs going around. Everybody hasn't been feeling a hundred percent. So I haven't been rushing to get it together. But now I'm like, all right, we're a week and a half into the new year. Everyone's starting to feel better. Let me get on my A game because I said I wanted to get a little more organized and not even just with the kids stuff, but everything, I feel like everything just starts to pile up and we put everything on the back burner and we're just so busy. So that is a definite goal. I'll let you know how it works out. me posted because what I've been trying to do is I'm trying to look at my house and my housework as like, not everything needs to be perfect all the time. I'm trying to let that perfection go because I feel like I put so much pressure on myself to have the laundry done all the time, to make sure my house is spotless, like to make sure all the dishes are done. But what I'm trying to reframe my mind is like, Yes, these things need to get done, but no, they don't need to get done right now. And the world is not going to stop if I don't like get the laundry done today. Like, because I feel, I know you have OCD, but I feel like I have a little bit too with like my type A personality. Like I just, I feel like I can't relax without everything getting done, but I'm trying to learn how to give myself more grace and say like, this doesn't need to get done right now. I want to prioritize the things that I really care about, like spending time with the kids, um, working on the podcast, just like, I want to prioritize my self-care. I want to, not that I want to put the housework on the back burner, but I want to be more gracious to myself in terms of housework and understanding that it is not something that can just be it doesn't need to be done every single day. Not every single thing needs to be done every single day. And that's what I'm trying to teach myself. I just feel like little steps are big steps, really, like in motherhood, right? I yeah. feel like it's the little things. If we can just accomplish those little things, everything doesn't need to get done. Yes. Because also one of my huge, huge goals this year is definitely being present and in the moment. And I feel like because you and I now have the podcast and we now have responsibilities and meetings and different things that were never a part of my life previously, I'm grateful for, but it's changed the dynamic a lot. So I have been trying to just treasure the present moments. And sometimes with like my ADD brain, I want to like clean or I want to do this or I want to run here. And I'm like, nope, I just have to, I just have to be within the moment and spend time with my family and with my kids and stay off of my phone, stay away from the computer. So 
it's like a balancing act. But like I said, I feel like little steps, steps are big steps sometimes. And we need to give ourselves grace. Yes. I've been saying small steps are still steps. Yes. How small they are. They're still steps. And I know literally exactly what you mean in terms of just feeling like not present enough. I feel like now because we're so far into the podcast, because we're planning this event, we're getting emails, like we're keeping up on our social media. It is, it's a lot on our phones, I'll be honest. So what I'm trying to do is I have the Apple watch. So anytime I get a notification, like I feel it on my wrist. So it's almost like I can't not be yeah you have to shut off so I've been like at at some points I especially at night I put my phone and my watch in my room I know sometimes you even dodge my calls so I'm aware sorry (laughs) I'm sorry that's I get it though I just uh, I have I know your social battery is always full but my social battery can get like super depleted like after talking on the phone so much, responding to email, just like working at my part-time job. And it's not even like I really talk to people there, but it's the fact of just like being surrounded by so many people and not just being able to like sit within myself and digest it. I need to do that at the end of every day. So listen, girl, I get it. I feel like we are just two completely different people and we have totally acknowledge that on so many of our episodes but funny story Alyssa and I we went this is a little off topic but it is funny we went to get some coffee to celebrate our event and as we were sitting in the coffee shop you know where I'm going with this (laughs) the the waitress had walked out of the back and she drops like a plethora of plates and Alyssa jumped out of her skin and I sat there like I don't even know that I looked affected, right? I remember, but like my, it's because our anxiety levels are so different. And so they're so similar, but they're so different because yeah, we both have anxiety, but my anxiety is so much more like jumpy because yes. I'm not used to the chaos like you are. So we're so similar. And something else that was funny about our coffee date was- of course, I'm wearing a hat. I'm wearing a flannel. I'm wearing black boots. I get in Nikki's car. What do you think she's wearing? <laughs> so do- so different, <laughs> yet so the same. Just like two peas in a pod. It was Absolutely. the funniest thing. I was like, we're just, we got to take a picture. We're twins today. I loved it. See though, but that goes to show, I feel like, well, A, anxiety affects everybody differently. And I feel like that's why I brought that story up. And B, Sometimes you could be so different and so much the same as the person sitting next to you. Mm -hmm, Definitely. All right. So let's dive a little deeper into the new year. You want to like, let's. Yeah. All right. So as we know, my word of the year is growth. And I don't know if we, if I really like went super into that and the episode that I talked about it on, but my reasoning for choosing growth is I just feel like you're one, like you go through so many stages of your life. Like, okay. So I just did like a huge manifesting thing today. So bear with me if I sound like a bit of a loony bird, but it's like still so fresh in my memory. And she, when we were at the class manifesting, she talked about how like 
you have this younger version of you. Then you have this version of you. And then you have a future version of you. And like the only way to get to the future version of you that you want to be is to like accept where you are now and accept the past version of yourself. And I just feel like I want to work on connecting those two, my present self and my past self. I feel like I need to mesh them a little more and forgive myself for all of the mistakes that I've made in the past because there's nothing I can do about that now. And I just want to learn from it. And from learning from it, I feel like I'm going to grow into the person that I see myself becoming in the future. Like, wow, I love that. Yeah, all the dreams and the aspirations I have, I feel like in order to attain them, I need to grow a little more. I need to grow not really physically, like I take care of my body, I work out. It's more of like a mental growth that I want to do. I want to give myself more grace. I want to be kinder to myself. I want to be kinder to the younger version of myself because I feel like a lot of the trouble that a lot of people have is that they look back on their lives and they have so many regrets but like, there's nothing we can do about that now. What are you going to do? Literally, the only thing you can do about it is grow. And that's yes, you, can't, you can't look to the past. You have to move on to the future. Yes. And that's so much easier said than done. And it's going to take work. It's not just something that's going to happen like overnight. But that's what a goal is. Like a goal is not a goal is something that you have to take action to achieve. It's not something that you can just sit around and it's going to fall into your lap. No, small steps are still steps. But in order to achieve a goal, you have to take those small steps, regardless of how small they are every day. So that's just a little backstory of um, what I learned today in my I'm so proud of you. And I am also so proud of Alyssa because she is totally stepping out of her social comfort lately. And I'm glad that you're getting out there and that you're learning these things about yourself because I think that that's just going to help assist with your growth. So I am very proud as your friend. Thanks. I appreciate it. And I couldn't do it without you and your support and motivation. Um, Because yeah, one of the things like it was a class. Me and Nikki were thinking of going together. I ended up buying the ticket and then the class sold out. And I was like, hmm, do I go? Do I not go? I thought about bailing. But then I said to myself, you know, if you always stay in your comfort zone, you're not going to grow. You have to get outside of your comfort zone. You have to do things that scare you. Otherwise, you're going to be the same person forever. And if that's what you want, then that's fine. But I personally feel I want to grow. I don't want to stay this person forever. I want, like, I envision myself doing a lot. I envision us doing a lot. I, so I feel like we are both putting ourselves out of our comfort zone because you, my friend, are killing it with the social media game. Look at us, the social girl and the social media girl switching. Swap in places. I love it. <laughs> I love it also. And it does, it rolls into my word of the year, which is positivity. And I feel like I was saying to you that my biggest thing is always letting fear get in the way. I'm always worried about the thing that's stopping me when there's really not a thing. It's just the word fear and I need to move past it. And I feel like if, like you just said, if you don't ever get out of your comfort zone, 
then how do you grow and how do you flourish as a person? And you cannot let fear, despite anxiety, despite being scared to do things, get in your head. You need to just tell it to get out and just move on. And that is how you grow. Yeah. And I think that kind of really just sums up both of our goals for 2024. Well, I shouldn't say goals. I should say words of the year. Words of the but, year. Yes. Like just going yeah. a little more in depth to our words of the year. Because I do feel like obviously we have more goals. That's just more of like a personal goal for myself. Like I have other goals for my family, which we can touch upon, but like that's within me. That's my goal yes. myself. Because so oftentimes we forget that like, we are moms, but we are people too. And we are allowed to dream and we are allowed to have ambitions and we are allowed to leave the house without our kids. We are allowed to sit in a class about manifesting and think of what we want for ourselves. Of course, my kids are in the back of my mind. Of course, my kids are on my vision board. But I also have to remember that I have to focus on me too, because if I don't take care of myself, I'm unable to take care of my kids. I love that. Um, I feel like we should probably go into some goals of the year. We have further, more, more goals. Help me out. I haven't slept in two weeks. Both of my kids have been bouncing sickness off of each other. So my brain is not functioning at full capacity. No worries. We're fine. So do you want to touch on family goals, like goals we have for the kids and for the family as a whole, as a unit, like what, what do you want to accomplish this year in your family unit? So one of my biggest things is I have never really been a traveler, but I have had such a traveling itch, like that I need to go and I need to adventure with my family. Um, before I had my second son in May of 2020, we did adventure a lot. We did go on a lot of family trips and I loved it. Um, and then once we had Maverick, it's, it was COVID. So there wasn't really much traveling going on anyway. Um, but yeah, this year I definitely set that as one of my goals to get out there and travel. Um, funny story. We actually started out the new year, um, traveling. We started out with a family trip. It was super fun, but one of my fears did come to surface a little bit, my youngest has a lot of tantrums and we are trying to figure out within my family if the tantrums are normal or if they're too hardcore and he just can't express his emotions. So it's been a work in progress. Well, he tantrumed a lot and um, we ended up going with another family. They are amazing. They're great friends of ours. But I did say to my husband on the way home, I'm like, are they ever going to hang out with us again? Because Maverick had so many tantrums and I ended up getting a text message from my girlfriend, the sweetest text message ever. And it, I'm really only bringing this up because I told Alyssa this story. I wanted to cry. I wanted to put my head on the table while my son was tantruming and all my friends were around and all the kids were around and the siblings. And I just wanted to put my face into the bowl of French toast and freaking cry. But then when she texted me the most amazing, beautiful text message, complimenting my parenting, complimenting how good of a job I did as a mother and how lucky my son is to have me. I 
was in tears. And that is why I told Alyssa the story because it's funny as moms, and I know I got on a tangent here, but as moms, we, we have this picture in our mind of certain situations. And like, I totally did. I said to myself, they're, they're not going to want to hang out with us. They're not going to want to be our friends. Our kid tantrums too much. Like, how are we going to travel ever again? We can't go anywhere. We have to stay home for the rest of our lives. And then I read a text message from a friend of mine and I'm like, oh my gosh, we make things so hard on ourselves. Like I felt so horrible and it really was not that bad. So my point is don't give up on your ambitions. Don't give up on your dreams because I wanted to throw in the towel on day one of 2024. I was like, we're never going on any more trips. But don't, because I feel like when you have a goal and when you keep up with it, like we are going to be traveling this year. We are going to go on so many adventures and we are going to have such a good time. And if Mav wants to tantrum through it, that's just the way it's going to be. But we're still going to do it. And we're still going to we're still going to go out there and have a good time. Maybe not the time I anticipated, but we're going to have a good time. We're going to figure it out. Well, it's like expectation versus reality, right? It's like, of course, we expect things to go a certain way. But in reality, like life doesn't always give us the way we want things to play out. It just plays out the way it's meant to play out. And Mav was meant to have those meltdowns. And your friend was meant to text you and remind you that I feel like because Jay had tantrums too. We have talked in depth about this, you and I. Um, and I, we are going to do an episode on the tantrums because I do think it's really important for other moms to not feel so alone because they are so tough. But what I- And they are so not alone. They are so, so not alone. Crazy not alone. But I will say when it comes to other kids tantruming, in my like experience now that I'm kind of, kind of out of it, I mean, I- gosh, let me knock on some wood, but, but like Jay doesn't, doesn't have the full blown meltdowns anymore. He's five. He uses his words. He uses his deep breaths. If I'm losing my patience, he says, mom, remember to breathe. And I'm like, Oh, thanks bud. Thank you for that. I'm going to do that now. But getting back to the point is like the tantrums affect us moms more than anyone. And like, I feel like when they're in tantrum mode, we get into the fight or flight. Like our anxiety is raging. We are in our heads. We are intrusive thoughts are spiraling. We are just like, oh my gosh, I don't know how to handle this. Right. Like, but that's all in our heads. Everyone yeah, I was sweating. Us, what? <laughs> I was sweating. Yes, I know. It's because you were in fight or flight. I know. I know that feeling. But I will say that everyone around you didn't feel how you felt. Does that make sense? Like you were feeling in flight, fight or flight. You were experiencing that as his mom. But as bystanders, as bystanders, everyone else was probably just like, damn, I feel for her. That sucks. Um, I wonder if I can help her. But it's not like they were feeling like, their hearts weren't racing. They weren't like, oh my gosh, I don't know how to handle this. They were just like, this is a mom who's trying her best. You know, her son is three and a half. Let's give her some grace. And that's exactly how it played out for you. Like you were so hard on yourself. You were beating yourself up. And I can think of a specific instance that plays back in my mind where it was so traumatic for me. Like 
I don't want to go into details about it because it's kind of like a personal thing, but it was so, so traumatic. And I always look back on that day and I'm like, I handled that so poorly. My anxiety, my depression was like at an all time high. It was like an instance where I literally was hiding in the bathroom and I'm like, can I just disappear? Right. And so I was that low in the situation. Then a couple, I think it was years later. Yeah. It was like three years later. I got to talking to someone who was like at the place where I had this like breakdown kind of. And do you know what she said to me? She said, I can't believe how much grace you handled that situation with. And I was like, grace, what I hid in that bathroom. I was hysterically crying. I literally wished I could disappear. So it's so funny how we are so in our heads and we are so hard on ourselves when really it's we're we're doing a good job, even if we don't think we are. And everyone around us can kind of see that. And if they can't, then that's more on them than it is on us, right? Because like, if I was there with you and Mav was tantruming, it's not like I would have been like, oh my gosh, what an awful mom. I would have been like, oh my goodness, how can I help? Like, what can I do to make this situation better? Because I know how hard it is, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So I, I just, I think that we got to give ourselves a little more, a little more leniency, a little more grace that we do handle the situation's better than we think we do. And that was a example of that was your little mini vacay. Yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like we do, we have this in our minds. And like you said, it's almost like a perfection. We want everything to go perfect. We want it to go smooth, but it really did. Like, you know what I'm saying? It went as good as it was going to go. He's three and a half. Exactly. Yeah. You can't, you can't expect everything to be perfect when you have a kid who you know has meltdowns, you take him yes. out of his comfort zone. He even has meltdowns in his comfort zone. So of course he's gonna, you know. Um, but yes, I do see more traveling in 2024 for you. And my only hope for you is that you just be kinder to yourself because you're doing it not only for yourself, but you're doing it for your kids. Like your kids are gonna grow up with those memories of like, they, my mom and dad did a lot for me. Remember when we went to Legoland? Remember when wherever you guys go this year? Remember when we went there? Like, they're going to have these memories. They're not going to remember Mab's one tantrum. No. Well, and my mom had said that to me the other day, too. She goes, you think that's going to be the part that Maddox is going to remember? No. He, she's like, do you even think that's the part that Maverick's going to remember? Because it's not. She's like, you might remember it, but they're not going to remember it. So she said, embrace the good stuff because that's going to be the stuff that they remember. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And I would like to travel with my family more in 2024. And I am. I actually have our first flight booked in May. So we'll see how that goes. But I told the kids, like, if we do good, we'll definitely travel more like, um, And then this summer, I really want to focus on like spending time as a family and enjoying the boat and um, like getting outside more, getting the kids active, getting together for play dates with the kids. Like I want everyone to just like flourish this year. I want really jumping right ahead to summer though, Alyssa, you're, you're, you're seeing the sunshine in your future. We're in the winter here. I know. (laughs) I'm thinking of the big picture because summer is like such a happy time in my family. Like it's such a, 
we have a bat, we have a nice backyard. Um, we have the boat. It, like, yes, that is definitely something I'm looking forward to. Not that I'm not looking forward to like the rest of the winter, but I just have greater plans for the summer. The winter is more of like, let's crack down. Let's, you know, get through school. Let's, um, like, Listen, I'm looking for a good snowball fight. I was anticipating that snow. Yeah. Dream big. <laughs> I know. Um, maybe one day. Um, all right. So do we just want to touch a little bit about the event that we have coming up? Because like going to be here before we know it. And I just feel like our listeners need to hear about it and need to be reminded that we only have so many tickets available. Um but let's just talk a little bit about it so that they can know what to expect, right? Yeah, I'm down. Okay, so it's an event that is taking place on February 22nd. We're doing it at Saucy Studios in downtown Tom's River. Um, me and Nikki actually took a class there a couple weeks ago. And she like, the owner is Sam. She's awesome. She like teaches a dance class, but... So you learn the routine, but it's not hard. Like I wasn't a dancer, you weren't a dancer and we both picked up the routine, which I thought was really cool. And it made us feel like, I don't know about you, but I felt pretty sexy doing it because she was just, Sam was such a vibe. She was such a hype girl. She was just like, nobody cares what you're doing. Just do it. And that's exactly what we did. And so the whole idea of having, go ahead. No, I was going to say she's an extraordinary dancer and I was terrified to take the class, but she brought it down to like normal people level. So we were able to catch on. And that's what I really enjoyed about it because like Alyssa just said, we weren't dancers. We went into it and we were like, let's try it. Jingle Bell Rock, Mean Girls, Christmas, going to be fun. And there we were dancing and having fun doing it and enjoying it. Yeah. And we're going to go back and take another class even before our event just to like do it again because it was such a fun night out. So the whole concept of the event is that, yes, it's going to be a mom's night out. You don't have to be a mom to come, but we're going to have um, some food. We're going to have some desserts. We're going to have a couple vendors and we're going to do a dance class. Sam said she's going to make the class at a very basic level. So anyone will be able to do it. We're going to have some mocktails and we're just going to like mingle, have a good time, spend time without the kids, speak with like-minded women because we, me and Nikki can tell you firsthand that putting yourselves, putting yourself in a room with like-minded women is like one of the best gifts that you can give to yourself. Like I am so shy and I shouldn't even say that anymore. I'm taking that back. Cross that out. I'm not. I'm not shy. I'm a little reserved. I'm introverted, but no, I'm not shy. I'm putting myself out of my comfort zone. I'm doing things that I never thought I would be doing. And like, kind of that's what the night is all about. It's all about you. It's about you coming out, you having fun, you mingling, you making new friends. And we're going to have a doula there. We're going to have a mental therapist therapist we're gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna say pelvic floor therapist yes (laughs) doesn't really do that word very well yeah so we're so just like all of these things that you know you don't get you don't get to talk to people who do these things all the time so that's what we're providing so we do only have a certain number of tickets that we can sell and we just don't want any of our listeners who need a night out 
want to connect with us, want to connect with like-minded women, like to miss this opportunity because it's going to be so much fun. It is. It's going to be a good time. Yeah. Amanda. Yeah. You can find our tickets on our Instagram. Um, And if you don't already go follow us on Instagram at mind over mom. And is there anything else you want to add, Nick, or are we good? I was going to say happy new year, but we're past that. Well, we can still say happy new year. It's going to be a great year. We are positive vibes only for 2024. We're so excited. I just feel like since releasing Jill's episode, I've got such a fire under my butt for this podcast. I'm like, took the words out of my mouth, right? Like we've, we have so much momentum. We have such an amazing community. We're getting such good feedback. And like, I'm just so happy to be doing something that I'm passionate about, that we are passionate about, that we genuinely love doing. Like it's six o'clock, seven o'clock on a Sunday night. Like if we didn't want to be doing this, we could be just sitting on our couches watching TV, but here we are. <laughs> up, right. Like I we're love showing it. up for ourselves, but we're showing up for our community also. Exactly. And that's what I love about this whole thing is it's like a joint effort between us and the community. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, we appreciate all of our listeners so, so much. You guys have been so wonderful and we would love it if you would leave us a review um, because that's the best way to like get the word out there about our podcast or if you would share it with one of your friends because there's got to be a mom out there who needs to hear some of the things that we're talking about, but they just don't know that we're here. So the only way they're going to find out is from word of mouth. So pass us along. We would love the opportunity to connect with each and every one of you. As my kids would say, sharing is caring. I love that. All right. Have a great night. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to this episode of Mind Over Mom. We hope you tune in again next week. And in case nobody told you today, you are beautiful, you are strong, and you are loved. We'll see you next time. We want to remind you that the content provided here is for informational and entertainment purposes only. Our discussions are based on personal experiences, opinions, and general information. We are not licensed professionals and our conversations should not be considered a substitute for professional advice. If you are facing mental health challenges, pregnancy concerns, or postpartum issues, we strongly encourage you to consult a qualified healthcare professional or specialist.